Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oh, man, why does it do this? Who knows? 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer. And Angie Quinnell with you here on Oilers Now on a game night. UC Saros starting for the National Predators against the Edmonton Oilers. Miko Koskinen, Edmonton will play Montreal Saturday as we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And welcome back to the show. Edmonton sporting icon, Montreal-based media personality. It's coming back out here next week, I think. George LaRock. George, how you doing? Awesome, Bob. How's everything on your side? Good. Uh, what do you got? Are, are you coming back to town for this uh, charity hockey game that's going to be taking place? Yes, for the uh, the classic outdoor game with the alumni uh, uh, Edmonton Oilers playing the alumni Canadians. So uh, on next Friday, the outdoor game. And uh, I just hope that uh, it's not going to be like the last one when we had the uh, Hangover Heritage Classic. What do, what do we do? Did we win only one game in the next 17 after we lost that game to Montreal in that first Series Classic ever in the NHL? Yeah. Now, was that in uh, November 22nd of 03? And that was the 03 yes, and it was, season? We had a really – we missed the playoff by two points that year, but after that outboard game, we had a really, really bad stress and it ended up costing us the playoff spot. What did you th- – like, uh, looking back on that, and we'll, we'll get on a couple other topics here in a second, uh, but – it was man, it was cold, wasn't it? Oh man, I, I, I can't believe how chippy the ice was. Uh, you, you know, and and there was barely any hits. You know, when we're playing on the ice, and also that is the first time I think that people were happy to be back on the bench because there was bench warmers that that were there to heat us up when we were sitting on the bench. But you know what? You know what was the most amazing thing? The fans. fact that the fans, the fans that came to that game, Bob. They were there for hours because they watched the alumni game before us. Then us, they must have been freezing. It, it, but, they, you know, they were there the entire time. The energy and everything, it was just awesome. And it's weird because the sound was kind of like, there was kind of like a delay, a big echo and stuff when they were cheering and stuff. But uh, it's just unfortunate that we lost that first ever classic. George, uh, they had anti freeze on, right? You know that booze that's that's how a lot of them dealt with it <laughs> that's right right uh 7804960063 uh you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line i'd like to find out whether or not there's some people that are honest did you get fueled up is that how you got through the heritage classic the very first one uh when the Oilers played the Canadians again george coming to town next friday uh for a game and it's an it's an it's an outdoor game uh, and we'll have more details coming up on that. Uh, did you end up playing in any other outdoor classics or winter classics, George? Yes. 
Yeah, I did another one with um, with Pittsburgh when we played Buffalo in the Buffalo Stadium. That's when Crosby scored in a shootout. You know, when the snow was over the puck, it was snowing during the game. Yeah. So, yeah, that one was awesome. It was also an awesome experience, one to do. So, uh, you know, and I look forward to go back to my roots in Edmonton and, and uh, play that outdoor game again. That rematch against the Canadians because maybe we lost the first one, but we're not down and out. So let's take him back in that second one. <laughs> George, you were on 6.30, Chad, yesterday talking about uh, an incident that happened this past weekend, and uh, you, you provided some interesting perspectives on on how, you know, we, 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 have to, we have to find a way to work past this sort of stuff and uh, because otherwise it's going to, you know, for kids that are visible minorities, you know, they're not going to want to play hockey. I mean, you've talked about it before, especially during, you know, all of the stuff in April and May of, uh, you know, uh, 20, I'm just thinking 2020. I mean, you you dealt with a lot of prejudice when you first started playing hockey, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did, especially minor hockey. And the thing is that the NHL is trying to go the game uh, around the world. And to do that, racism has to stop in every professional level because every incident that happened, there's a parent that looking at this and they're like, you know what, another incident like this, fine, I'm not putting my kids into hockey. And it's hurting the game. It's hurting the game, and those things have to stop. Now the ECHL has stepped up, and now they said he was suspended for the reminder of, this, of, of the season, which is like 38 games. So there's 30 games, the first infraction. ECHL just did 38 games with him with their investigation. So now it looks like, which is good, First infraction is going to look like half a season for a player and maybe the second ban for life. But we have to do something, Bob, because in 2022, it doesn't make any sense. You know, why go there? Like, why having to insult somebody's origin to while you're playing a sport that you love? You work so hard to make it in any level professional hockey because any level is good. Why do you have to put yourself, like, this low? by using racial slur that you know it's going to be all over media, you know this, th- those insults will be tainted with your name the rest of your life, and then you go there. What were you thinking? And it's funny because, you know, that player, when he did that video, tried to say that it was something else. Well, how come none of his teammates confirmed it, what he was saying? How come none of his teammates backed him up? How come the team didn't back him up when they released him? And now that the league did their investigation, how come they didn't back him up? So, you know, it's like, to me, it looked like, you know, like, uh, it looked like, you know, just a cop-out to get out of it, you know? But, man, if you look at all the facts and the way that nobody had it back, then you're wondering, you know, like, yeah, if you say something like that, assume it for the full extent, but also you got to assume the suspension that comes with it. We're joined right now by Edmonton Sporting Icon, former NHL heavyweight champion, George LaRock. Some said at times you were too nice. Maybe you're talking to one of those guys. Uh, <laughs> I went on spit and chicklets, George, and I told the story about you flattening me uh, in 2008. You, you were smart because you didn't do it right away. You waited. Of course, I didn't get the puck for the first half of the game. So... Uh, <laughs> Now, tell us the truth. Who'd you hit harder, me or Jeff Cowan, when you flattened the middle of the boards in Vancouver that game? Uh, well, Jeff Cowan was against the board. You was an open ice hit. So it, it, it's probably you because open ice hit hurts way more. But, you know, but, but you know, but what's amazing, though, is that, you know, I know the relationship 
player media today is not the same as it was back then. Right. Back then, when we had a problem with the media, we sat with them and we talked it out. And then I, I've done it many times and I've done it with you because before we like before back then, like people used to tell me once in a while, oh, "Suffer is all over you again." You think you're not mean enough? Suffer is all over you again. You're Man, the best, George. Never... You were the best fighter. I never denied for a second. But you're no, no. I know, but no, no. I know, but you said that you wanted me to be meaner. You said I, yeah. I'd love him to be more like Brash, having a mean streak. Dave Brown. So, Dave Brown. Yeah, but yeah, but you know what? If I was like Dave Brown, Bob, I would have killed someone. You might have. And I didn't want to. I fought one time when I was mad like this, and when I fought Brent Myers. That's the only time I've ever fought mad in my career. And look what happened to him. You know, I don't like to get to that. To, to, to go crazy like this because I like to be in control so then I can stop when the guy is in a vulnerable position because, you know, I'm one of the only guy that would stop when the guy was down, yeah. that would stop when the referee come in so I don't get a next one that might hurt them because the goal of a fight to me is not to kill somebody or injure them or get them into surgery table. It's just to win. And to win, you know, you know how much respect I have for the other guy when a penalty bust and he knows I could have given him an extra punch. He knows I could have kept going, and he thanks me because I didn't do it. You know, that's respect, and it's so important. And it's the toughest job in professional sports. So why just to make Bob Stoffer happy, why would I give an extra shot? So Bob is up there in the radio. That's my boy, George, just like Dave Brown would have done it. Yes, George, you killed him. I love that. George is so mean, ladies and gentlemen. Well, That's I've softened, George. Him. George, I've softened a little with age, too. Uh, and, and and full disclosure, we used to run steps together at Body by Bennett, and then you had me come yeah. out and skate. And uh, it surprised me a little when you sent me ass over tea kettle, and I... I flew about as far as Chris Letang did when uh, Steve McIntyre hit him that one time in Pittsburgh. And, and then I got up and I tried to spear you and you were laughing so hard. I'm like, come on, George, let's go. Let's go right now. And you're like, I can't fight you, Bob. I can't fight you. But, but I, 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 I do was, was impressed, though, after I hit you and your helmet flew. And, you know, I, like, you, you go, you got right back up and you did what every hockey player would have done. And you, you were mad with your eyes and stuff. <laughs> you were livid. And I was laughing to kind of smooth down the situation, but you didn't care. And you're like, let's go, let's go. And I was like, I laughed so much that eventually you went back to yourself. But, man, if I would have dropped the glove as a joke, I think you would have dropped him too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would have lost. Bob, 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 Bob. No, I would, no, Bob. I would have. Bob, I was in the wrong. Like, do you think I would have hit you and pummeled you at the same time after? I would have probably just turtled, let you give me a couple punches because I deserved it. I would have deserved to get a couple licks from you, and I would have let you do it, and I would just do, go on the ground and do a little ball, and that's it. Because hey. there's no way. There's yeah. no way. It was yeah, what, my, what, I did, what I did was wrong, and when I think of it, it was dangerous. You know, like, man, it's not if I did that to another member of media, maybe they would have been at the hospital. So at least you were able to pick it and you got up. Because when, th when I thought about it after, I was like, man, that was stupid what I did because I could have really hurt him. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've all hit guys once in a while that maybe we should. But look, but look how close we became after that. <laughs> You came to my house, karaoke party. I won. I, I won your karaoke party. Yeah. <laughs> you, everybody was booing me, and then I started singing, and they all shut up, George. It was funny. Hey, uh, you know, you, you speaking about, you know, you you would have taken a shot. 
I'm thinking back to Corey, and, and I had uh, Josh uh, from the Two Months podcast send me a, a message on this, like, because we were talking last night, Taylor Hall, he, he got a good piece of Nathan McKinnon. Now McKinnon's stick cut him open and yeah. cut himself open. A lot of people think that uh, George should have taken the fight with Landon Scog in that situation. And others think, no, he doesn't have to fight in that situation. I think last year to Corey Perry, you know, um, the collateral damage with Corey Perry and John Tavares, and that was, I mean, Tavares, it was really, I mean, McKinnon was leaking, but he was okay. John Tavares, you knew, was in trouble. And right after, he took the fight with Nick Colino, and, and Josh pointed out, he's like, Perry didn't even try to throw a punch. He took his medicine, even though it wasn't really his fault, but he kind of honored it a little bit and took a few. You, you remember that when Perry did that? Cause yeah, it, yeah but, but I think Taylor all should have done that too. I, should, he should, I, should, I, should, I think he should have done it because even though it's not his fault with a stick cut his nose and he broke it or whatever, it doesn't matter. It's still his hit. You know, to, to the best player on the team, and then the Skog, which is a skill player, wants to respond to you know because to sh- that's what a team does, right? And whether it's an accident or not, when something like this happens, unity, like player is going to defend their star player, and at the same time, you know, Taylor, you could just just do it, just drop the glove, hold him up, or whatever. You know, that's what the code. This is the code in the NHL, you know, and that's what a lot of people don't agree about it because they say. We're not, allowed, we're not even allowed to throw a, a legal hit anymore because you have response to it. Well, you know what? Back then, it was even worse. If you did something like that back then, it would have been a brawl. But now it's more controlled. It's not the same. There's no more one-dimensional player, okay? But I thought that, you know, a couple times, you know, when a player like Landis Cog, which it's not like Scott Parker is chasing Taylor All, when Landis Cog is chasing you because you know like in the third and he's out of the game, right being on the game, just go once. Don't let somebody check you all game and you know the media is going to show every time there's an altercation right. showing that you're just kidding away. Just drop the glove once, hold him up, and uh, that's it. Then it's all over uh, all over with. Because the next game, you know, he's going to be a target again until he faces the music. And sometimes when you don't face the music, that's when he could get hurt and somebody could do something stupid. George, um, we're waiting for a ruling from the National Hockey League. Edmonton, Nashville's got a really tough team, okay? They got two of the, you know, Borvietsky's a really good fighter. Uh, they got Tanner Genoa out of the Western League, who's an aggressive player. Yakov Trenin has fought uh, Zidane Char twice. They got a big, heavy team. Edmonton's, Edmonton doesn't, I mean, can't have Darnell Nurse fighting. He's too good of a player. Cassian's at the stage in his career now where he fights on his terms. Um, the orders are a little easier to play against than I think a lot of fans would like. What are your thoughts on Edmonton adding Evander Kane? Well, get- it, it looks like, yeah, it looks like uh, what I'm seeing is that he's, he's avoiding a suspension and he should be joining the Oilers. I hope so. But, man, if they do add him, um, uh, I guess it would be a really good prize because Evander Kane, uh, you know, he has half a season to build back uh, his reputation to sign, hopefully for him to sign a multi-year after the season. So I think he's going to play his best hockey ever coming here because, you know, what's better than a guy that wants to see his last chance? Because that would be his last chance. And when you do so, you know that what you're going to do, um, you know, till the end of the season, everybody's going to be watching. And then this is his way to get back, you know, in a good grace of many teams in the NHL and, uh, you know, 
raise up the ante when the season is over because he's a hell of a player. He was the best, like, San Jose Sharks player before all this happened. He had a career year last year in terms of points. He's a gamer. He could skate. He could score. He's physical. He's intimidating. And, you know, the only thing, Bob, is that as good as I love him, like, joining the team, because right away on the Oilers, um, he's going to be the third best player. Like, he'll be the third best player on this team, like, hands down. And I just don't know his conditioning, how it's going to be, how long it's going to take before. He's been skating every morning. I guess we'll have to yeah. see. George? Yeah. Love having yeah, but, but But you know what, Bob? I, let's all cross our fingers that after Kane, though, like, the goal-spending situation is solved. And that's the next step. George, I'm gonna yeah. admit, we're going to Montreal. Nothing's open. It's going to suck. No, 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 no. Now, on the 31st, restaurants are open, so I could take you for dinner. No, no, no. We're in Montreal tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's not open yet. Not it's open, not open yet. Yet. George, love you, man. Thanks for doing the show. Thanks, thanks bro. You bet. That is George Larocque. Uh, of course, Edmonton sporting icon. I think Robin Brownlee would have gotten up, too, if George had hit him that hard. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin 10-time presence award winners for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and from the Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673. We'll come back in 90 seconds time and wrap up Oilers Now with this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 153 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50-plus years. They have 15 Edmonton area locations. Now with uh, spots in Red Deer and Calgary as well for a menu. And a list of those locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Reed Wilkins is a fan of the meat lovers. Brendan Escott, who's going to be hosting Oilers Now for us tomorrow. Could be an interesting day. Uh, we'll be flying to Montreal. Brendan Escott likes the Texan. We go into this day in Oilers history for New West travel. We've got the Oilers now road trip to Nashville. That's who the Oilers play tonight. With Flair Airlines, a chance to watch the Oilers play four nights in the hotel and a direct flight for only $1,750. Call New West Travel or go online, newwesttravel.com. 38 years ago today. I'm getting old. 38 years ago today, Wayne Gretzky scores 3-3 tie with New Jersey. Extending his point streak to a record 51 games. It came to a conclusion in the next game. By the way, the great one, all he did in those 51 games during the course of the 83-84 season was register 61 goals and 92 assists. He had three points per game to start the year in 83-84. He was pretty good. And the Oilers won the Cup that year. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, we got the roadie. Non-stop Nashville. Flair Airlines. See the orders. Play. $1,750. Go to newestravel.com. Miko Koskinen against UC Saros. That's the goaltending matchup. Zach Hyman back in for the Edmonton Oilers. Slated to play in a line with Ryan McLeod and Zach Cassie and Leon Dreisaitl. Last four games against the Preds has got at least two goals in each of the four. Ten goals and three assists plus seven in four games against Nashville over the last couple seasons. 
Brendan Escott. We'll have Elliot Friedman for Mid-City Construction and Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta on tomorrow's show. Angie Quinnell uh, will be... Uh, manning the uh, board as well special thanks to angie for helping us out today we'll have the city ford face-off show today at 5 30 reed wilkins rob brown cam moon and myself the call of tonight's game jack michaels and louis debras gene principe over on the nhl hockey and rogers side and i will be uh, joining joaquin gage during the intermissions up next the global news weather traffic update with eileen bell followed by rob breckenridge from two to three then the 6 30 chat afternoons jay lynn from three until 5 30 i'll join you at 5 35 with reed wilkins Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.